thinking outside the box and the box it came in the blind leading the nearsighted four out of five doctors recommend not listening this is cash withdrawal and four out of five doctors welcome back to cash withdrawal quarantine edition day 16 how you doing out there how was your weekend felt a little different didn't it i uh wow it was kind of crazy for me um I didn't ever really watch a ton of television growing up. I didn't watch. We were only allowed in my household to watch like one show every two or three days. Um, but I watched a few Twilight Zone episodes and there was one that really stuck out. You may have seen it from years ago. Um, it's pretty amazing, really. And I've thought about it since. Any TV episode that you think about 30 years later... Is pretty cool. It must have been a pretty good episode. Um, generally, it's not, you know, like a Bosom Buddies episode or Laverne and Shirley. Like, usually there's something special about it. Not that I want to denigrate those shows. I mean, those must have been amazing highlights of some people's lives. But for me, I remember this one Twilight Zone episode, and this guy was like, he loved to read. And, uh, I was like, the only thing he liked in his life was reading. And uh, I don't remember all the details. Maybe somebody made fun of him about it or whatever. In any event, the world ended and he was alone. He realized he was alone in this totally ripped apart world. Uh, all the buildings had been knocked down and uh, he was just surrounded by rubble. But he also realized he was surrounded by books. And <laughs> he was going to be alone on earth for, I, I wonder, I think for eternity. I, I don't know how they set that up, but I have a feeling he survived some type of um, terrible event for human, you know, survival. But he was the guy that made it. And now he's alone sitting in a library. And all he loved was to read, surrounded by books. And he was so happy. And he reached over to grab a book and dropped his glasses, and they shattered. And you could tell he had such bad sight that that was it. He was never going to, he was going to be surrounded by books, and he was never going to be able to read those books. And it just kind of stuck with me, like how terrible that would be, to be loving something that much, to be surrounded with it, and to have no way of uh, utilizing it or getting enjoyment out of it. That is a version of hell that we, you know, would all try to avoid, right? Well, that exact scenario is happening to me right now. <laughs> it's not exact. I mean, it's not for eternity. But they shut down the beach completely. I mean, like, they shut down. I can't surf. You can't go on the sand and play baseball with your kids. You can't go on the strand and go bicycling. You can't go scootering with your kids. You can't play football uh, at the park uh, near the beach, um, you know, with your kids. I built a little pitching mound down there. You can't uh, pitch with your kids. You can't fly a kite. You can't swim in the ocean. Um, there's absolutely, they shut down the entire beach. They have this motorcycles guys going by back and forth all day, giving people tickets. They even pulled a surfer out and gave them tickets. And uh, they pulled like 10 surfers out, gave all them tickets. Like they've, 
they're hardcore and I don't blame them I you know last weekend down in Manhattan Beach was madness it was like Venice um, there were just too many people walking around and probably spreading the virus and I think uh, this is a pretty important thing that we try to get this thing under control before um, you know this becomes more of a cautionary tale than it already is uh, you want to be better safe than sorry right now and I get it I'm, I'm not like mad at anyone about it but now I can see the ocean. I can, I can. I have surfboards. I have more time than I've ever had in my life, and I can't do any of the things that I like to do with that time. They've shut down the national parks. I can't go hiking. I have all the time in the world and all the things I love to do. I can't do with those. You know, with the time that I have, and I feel a lot like uh, that guy on that episode in the Twilight Zone who uh, smashed his glasses. And this is a real test. I mean, when I woke up Saturday morning and I was like, this is awesome, man. I knew they had already closed the uh, parking lots and all that stuff. So I thought, okay, the beach is going to be pretty empty. You're going to get out there. You're going to surf. You're going to take a long jog on the ocean. You're going to take the kids out and work on some pitching. You might even play some uh, wiffle ball out in the sand. I mean, you're pretty spread out from everybody. Not going to be risky. And then maybe uh, after, after night falls, maybe you... Uh, uh, you know, April loves to rollerblades, put on the rollerblades and we'll just uh, head out, uh, you know, towards, uh, you know, Playa or something and just kind of watch the planes go overhead. I mean, it was just going to be the perfect Saturday. And immediately it was like, oh my God, nobody's out here. This is brutal juice. Brutal juice. I was so bummed. I really was. Um, I don't know what to say. I think this is going to severely test like how um, my theory that you you know you can no matter what happens you can you're almost like a river as a person if something blocks you you'll find another path uh, to happiness you can just find something you like this is the ultimate challenge for me uh, to not be able to do stuff outdoors um, and we might as well live in you know a skyscraper in I don't know where doesn't even matter. Uh, we have no, the, the beauty of, the great part of California is going outside. That's the whole reason why people are here, right? That's, that's what it is. Some people are like, oh, people like to be with other liberal people. Now, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with being outside and having the weather be nicer enough. I don't really like being inside much. The ultimate challenge, really, the ultimate challenge. So, to make up for it, I've been binge-watching a few things. Binge-watching does not give you any pleasure. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to rotate like four or five shows or six shows and just watch one, and I'm only allowed to watch one episode per, I want to say, every five days. Um, my buddy gave me his Netflix account. I never had Netflix before. Um not, not because I, I wouldn't have been able to figure out how to use it. Just uh, I, know, I know I seem kind of old sometimes with the way I talk about computers and all kinds of technology. But no, I just didn't. I don't really watch a ton of TV. Um, probably because of that upbringing that I told you about where if my dad got home from work and we were watching TV, it was something you get yelled at. And it was something you should feel guilty about, like go outside and play type thing. Um, so never watch much TV. So, uh, you know, I... Uh, have been watching a few shows. I was I've been watching The Good Place, which has been kind of fun. Um, I, it's not it's not like 
hilarious, but I like it as a plot-driven show. I'm curious what's going to happen next. But there's no earthly reason to be watching six of those in the day. It doesn't make you feel great about yourself. So I'm going to try to switch it up, add in some different shows. If you guys have any suggestions, you guys know me better than people in my family right now. Having Anybody listening to Cash Withdrawal must really know me. So uh, I don't know why I said it that way. Just wanted to add some periods to my sentences. But um, if you have any suggestions for any of that, please uh, let me know. Um, It's weird. I'm kind of... um, I don't really miss people that much. I think because there's been so much more FaceTiming with everybody and so much more Zooming, which I didn't do a lot of. I would only do Zooms for like conference calls, stuff like that. But now you're Zooming with like two or three college buddies or whatever else. And when you think about it, when you get a little bit older, anything after say 30, I mean, a lot of your friends, you know, they don't do anything with you anyway. You end up talking and having lunch more than you end up doing anything physical. So it hasn't really change that much and uh in terms of being lonely or anything like that um the uh couple other updates um did take a walk today they've kind of sent us back into the streets um can't use the beach anymore the path is done into the streets i walked by the uh the crepe lab now i don't know if you remember on a cashing in episode i talked about how every single town has two or three locations where they can't get anything to work where a restaurant just comes and goes and it just flips over uh month you know year after year it's a different thing in that location it's a location that just can't work um and one of the locations they had a restaurant called the crepe lab and i was like this is a double whammy i mean you've got a location that sucks and obviously, because they keep opening and closing different things, and a crepe lab. I, I thought that was a very strange title for a place. Um, a lab isn't like, you don't think of like tasty morsels, right? Succulent, buttery treats in a lab. I just think it's like, hey, we're experimenting with the crabs. Well, the crabs, with the crepes. We're experimenting with crabs also. We're going to... Uh, if TJ was her, he'd be mocking me right now. Uh, we're experimenting with the crabs. Uh, we're going to make crabs just like crepes. We're going to be making some uh, tasty, delicate, buttery, spicy uh, crepe crabs. Now, we're going to be, you know, they're making crabs and, and, and crepes uh, over at the lab. And I didn't think that uh, it would stay open. Not only is it open, it's open during this crisis. Um I mean, I, I was stunned. I was like, if anything could could make the crepe lab go away, it's a, you know, it's a virus. And I'm not talking about crabs, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm talking about. Ladies, take a break, fellas. You know what I'm talking about. Um, I don't know who's listening out there. Let's be real. Uh, it's, I mean, if we have 12 and a half listeners for the other one, I think I've been generous to say six and a fourth uh, is listening to my uh, cash withdrawal quarantine pods i mean uh, i asked on friday or thursday you know who had anything to tell me about silver linings and just two people reached out on the cash with tj miller facebook page i mean and i appreciate you too so maybe there might be two and a fourth i don't know i know it's more than two but it could be uh three or four but i think it's it could be six and the fourth who knows um i'm i finished the dutch house that was the book i was reading 
by uh, Ann Patchett. I said we we're going to do a book club. I'd like to do that. We can Zoom it. Uh, if you want to read The Dutch House by Ann Patchett, I have some very strong feelings about that book and how I felt at the end of it and a lot of things I want to discuss with somebody who reads that book. It could just be a book club for me and you. But you got to read it pretty quick now. I'm going to I'm going to make a date here with you. You have 7 days. Next cuz I'm going to forget what was in the book by then. Um so much is happening. Tell me. How about um we're going to meet up. We'll figure out a time on uh I don't know, April uh April 1st maybe? Uh no, that's that's even closer than I thought. How about April 7th? We'll try to do a Zoom book club. Cash Withdrawal Book Club, The Dutch House, Ann Patchett. Um, great book. Uh, that's all I'll say. It is entertaining, but uh, I had some definite thoughts about what happened, and uh, and uh, I'd love to discuss it with somebody. So um, that's about it. Uh, that was my weekend. Just kind of adjusting to the situation. Um, feeling like a Twilight Zone episode. I hope, uh, I hope you are settled in, hunkered down, uh, playing it safe and uh, just kind of leveling off that curve because uh, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through it together. And I just want somebody to come after me after me. I want someone to attack me after a show. I want someone to come up to me after a show and say, Cash, I listened to Cash Withdrawals during the uh, quarantine. And, uh, you know, we were kindred spirits. We went through it together and uh, we'll give each other a hug because by then people will be hugging again. Something we can all look forward to. I appreciate you listening. And, uh, Dishon!